Good afternoon. Burlington Baptist Church is where we're coming from. I am Danny. I'm Harold. And this is the 2 by 2 podcast. Still, brought to you by... Still brought to you by no one <laughs> but ourselves because we can't get a sponsorship. It's literally the easiest sponsorship ever. All you got to do is say, hey, you can use my name. I'm thinking about starting a company just so I can uh, be the sponsor. Yeah, what could we... What could we... <laughs> I don't know. Everybody keep... While you're out there in the woods next week, you think about that. I will. I will. We're going to let everybody know that. Um, we got to talk about that. You want to talk about that now or at the end? Let's. Well, what we talk about now. Let's pray first. Okay. All right. Do it. Lord, bless this time and uh, thank you for your word. And we love just uh, talking about your word and uh, just, uh, just a couple hard passages this week that uh, what it means to to follow you and uh, Lord, you invite us to follow you, but you want uh, a place of of allegiance and commitment from us. And, uh, Lord, you showed us how much you loved us, and you paid for our sins on the cross. And, uh, Lord, the, the least thing we could do is is uh, to make you Lord and follow you as our Lord. And uh, and so use this, we pray, today for your kingdom and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So before we get into your sermon, you, you were going to pick on me about going out in the woods. So uh, for our... Faithful listeners, uh, Danny is uh, taking off on us for a couple weeks, and uh, he is going out. Uh, just tell him, tell him, Danny. It's- so we're going backpack hunting in Colorado. So we're going to basically backpack in to the woods and stay there. Um, hopefully, uh, harvest. They say harvest now. You're not supposed to say kill. So harvest. we're going to harvest a few elk in Colorado. A few. Um, oh. Yeah. Well, I'm going to try to get one, and, and Biddle, he's going to try to get one. That's a couple. Yes, a few, a couple. So, and, and they're taking bows. Yep, bow and arrow, and, and the grizzlies. They're gonna. There are know. some. There are some grizzly bears there. Sometimes you don't. I, they're mean, and there's lion, mountain lions too. So. So anyway, uh, <laughs> next week begin to pray for Danny because yeah. he's gonna. He know Danny likes to eat pretty good. I've from I've noticed. Yeah. And so he's got to take a backpack and uh, live on the land. Yeah. And, we, uh, so you backpack your you backpack your food in. Uh, that's that's majority of your weight in your backpack is is, is your food. So, um, so if be, you kill like elk or something, can you cook some of that up? Yeah, I'll cook, yeah, we'll cook it up. We'll cook a little bit of it up. But you pack it, you know, you're packing it back out to the coolers, hopefully, because uh, then we got to truck it back across the nation over back to yeah. back you to Kentucky. Take some seasoning or anything with you to. Yep, yeah, Tony Sasheries. Man, ooh, we could get him to sponsor. That's they sponsor a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> we can get old Tony Sashery to the, the that's that's I put that on everything. So next time you see Danny on Two by Two podcast, he'll probably be about fifteen pounds. Yeah, so it'll be I think lighter. We're we're gonna hunt nine days, so we'll be traveling two of those days. But in nine days, you you're, you're backpacking. You're trying to get about fifteen to twenty miles a day with a thirty-five, forty to fifty-pound pack. So you end up losing you, you lose some weight. You pop it up and yeah, yeah. Have you done this so, before? I, I'm I've camped. I've not backpack hunted before. I've never. I mean. I've carried right. heavy stuff around, but so uh, tune back in in a couple <laughs> weeks, and we'll have lots to talk about. We'll, you know? Yeah, don't we, we hope you miss us, but you don't don't fret. We will be back. We will return with more two by two podcasts. We we'd love for him to kind of have some way to remotely, you know, do the two by two out there, but uh, he thinks that might scare away the moose. Elk, yeah, elk, elk. Yeah. Plus, there's no bears. cell service really anywhere we're going. Hopefully, it scares the bears and the mountain lions away. I thought. I, when Biddle was, we were talking about it because he's been out there before, and he said, "You know, what's the major concern?" I said, "Well, for me, is running out of water. That's number one." Of you know, and he goes, "Well, there's plenty of water. You just kind of purify it when you're out there." Uh, I said, "And then outrunning you when a grizzly bear." <laughs> so, 
with your little uh, yeah, slingshot. Yeah, he might be. He might be a little more swift on so, the mountain uh, than me. Are y'all so. taking? You're taking two slingshots, one one apiece. Bow, so I'm taking my compound bow, which I'm very confident in, and Biddle is taking his stick bow. He's taking a recurve, so he's going old school. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it should be. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna take a couple GoPros, so at least we'll have some some, some funny footage to come back and show everybody. Hopefully, that'll be cool. So yeah, it should be good. To, it'll be a good time just to kind of plug and get out there and just yeah. live outside. And that'll be neat. Be good. So enough about enough about me and my silly ideas. How about um, your sermon? Really good. So and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit of a. Uh, Kind of a run in to okay. what we're going to talk. Look at my notes. I haven't so, even. Okay. Can't even, I can't even read that. You can't, probably. <laughs> but uh, so you have been speaking since you have got, you've started at this church. And we've we've talked a lot about server, servants, servant, servanthood, and discipleship. Okay. Um, and this one is 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 similar, but, but we get some hard truths about discipleship in this yeah, one. Yeah. So. It's, it's kind of the, the gospel uncensored because, I mean, we can't really argue with the gospel that comes from Jesus. Right. Uh, and uh, and so I don't know what the first question might be, but of course people were coming after Jesus in, in Matthew 8 and 9, and you know, he yep. was performing miracles, cleansing yep. the lepers and giving sight. And and so it would have been pretty cool for people to say, I, I hang out with Jesus. We, right. You know, he's me and Jesus. And uh, and he says, well, it's a little more than that. Right. You, you yep. might have to go camping backpack camping the rest of your life <laughs> right uh, not, Good segue, not just for nine or ten days but yeah i mean yeah. really it's, he didn't have a house and it wasn't like he has a, a big building or you know uh foxes have hoes birds have nests but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head and so it's you got to give up some personal right. comforts we talked about and and that's just kind of my first my first bullet point is you know the cost of discipleship when i i'm not going to go start a discipleship group Right. I mean, generally and go, hey, guys, so here's the deal. Um, I want to start a discipleship group and an accountability group. Um, but by the way, it's probably going to cost you something in the in the long run here on this earth. And you know, that's not a good sales yeah. pitch. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's sure. You know, but it's hard to argue with the red letters in the Bible when it comes directly from from yeah. man. Right. Well, and so I think Jesus is regularly encouraging people to count the cost. I mean, he talks about nobody goes to war without first, you know, counting your troops and seeing if, you know, and you don't. You, before you buy something, you see if you can pay for it. You, if you want to follow Jesus and count the cost, and I, I think one of the sobering things about that is we realize that in America yep. today, we we don't, it don't cost us much. You know, it right. it, it could. I mean, there could be some persecution, maybe, and and uh, it it maybe sounds like and is getting a little worse in some of that regards, right. obviously. And you can't, we don't probably enjoy all the freedoms that that Christians maybe did in America, but we certainly have a lot. Yes. And we don't get up on Sunday mornings and think, you know, I could get arrested today if I go to Burlington Baptist Church. We, so we, we don't have to deal with some of that. Right. Uh, but, you know, to follow Jesus and, and where he calls us, sometimes we have to, uh, you know, moving to northern Kentucky, you know, we could say, uh, you know, I'm not with my family and I'm not, but that's such a little cost, and I, right. I wouldn't even—I would just be embarrassed to use that as an example. Right. But but that—that's maybe. What is? I mean, it, you, you get. Kalamali, you, you know, they're in Indonesia. Sure. The, I mean, the human part of you gets comfortable, right? Because you, you think, you know, and we, we were talking about the other day with with our with our news of of a expect our first grandchild. You know, Tina's Tina's feet are per, firmly planted. 
seven miles from that grandbaby, right? I already know that. But, but I mean, ultimately, if, you know, if following Christ, especially being in ministry might mean, hey, yeah, we're yeah. going to Texas. You or we're going to, you know. Blank check. Yeah. You know, God, if you, you, you fill it in. Right. And, uh, you know, if, if, if you want me to fill it in, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep it local. Right. But if you want something else, uh, we, we want to serve God with open hands and, and be, and so we don't always have to give up personal right. comforts. And this week, I think I'm going to talk about the rich young ruler and, uh, just talk about, you know, I, I do all these good things, uh, moralistic, therapeutic deism. Uh, he doesn't make, he doesn't tell all of us to sell everything. Right. He doesn't tell all of us that too, but sometimes he knows what's really important to us. And sometimes he asks us to give those things up. Right. And, uh, and so he certainly to the scribe says, Hey, count the cost, you know, before. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and I think about sometimes too, is, is, is when he, when Jesus spoke and again, being able to go to school about some of the stuff you really kind of dig into. When Jesus spoke, and I'm talking about the, the rich young, young ruler, he hit him right where it hurt, right? He yeah. has a, and he has a way of doing that. He yeah. has, a, you know, yeah. hey, I know that your wealth is something that is extremely close to you. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna show you that yeah. you're not ready. Sure. And uh, so that leads me kind of to my next, I've got two errors to that, but um, he sent the disciples out to the wolves. You talked about that. and then, and But the things that he's saying speak directly against uh, it being prosperous kind of to follow. And I know that you, we've talked about prosperity, yeah. prosperity gospel a lot and, and, and the problem that we particularly have with it. But um, in, in today where you can turn on the TV and you can see some of these big name preachers at these giant churches talk about, you know, just, just follow Jesus and you can have this and, you know, and this, how do you, how do you, uh, yeah, that's, so that's so dangerous because, yeah. uh, you know, our best life isn't now. Our best life is when this life's over, it's going to be our best life. Now we're going to have persecution and, face tribulation and and uh trust in in the lord and uh and so to preach a gospel and, and god's a good father and he wants good things for his children but uh the, the the treasure that we get when we come to faith in jesus is jesus and it's not the wealth of this world that's passing away and uh he said don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and rust destroy where thieves break it don't 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 Invest, don't get all that. Uh, get things that last. Right. And so we, there's lots of prosperity gospel guys that say, you know, God wants you to be rich and, and wealthy. And, 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 and maybe maybe you get wealthy and, and can use that for, for kingdom purposes. But uh, if, you know, m- lots of the, the messages that, that we hear on TV, and st- you can't go and preach that stuff in Haiti or no. lots of places in the world. <laughs> right. You know, they're, they're right. trying to have food tomorrow. Right. And uh, they can have Jesus and have eternal life and have the abundant. Well, we can have an abundant life without being rich. So, so you ever in, encounter someone that you're you're speaking to? You know, you're having a gospel conversation with, and they look at you and they go, "You know, I just like my life the way it is right now. I don't want to give up some of these things, and I don't want to do this." And and how do you approach? Because uh, I mean, you know, if if they're if they're halfway, yeah. Uh, savvy at kind of getting in the word and go look look these people are giving up and he's asking people to sell things he's asking people to do this it's a hard transition right to go yes he's asking you to give some that up but what you get in return is an eternity of where you know none of that matters and you're going to be extremely happy all the time and you know that's a that's that's one that i have actually with somebody that i know that i'm very close with uh pretty often you know just i really like my life and i like my stuff and i like (laughs) Yeah, but he doesn't. He never says in his word that you can't enjoy some of the things of this life. Yeah, he 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 says some things like you you can't serve God in money. Right. And uh, you you he he wants to be God. 
he wants to have that place of allegiance. And so we can look at scriptures and, and look at the places where he says, count the cost and uh, whoever wants to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, follow me. Uh, you can't t- serve two masters. Uh, so you got to at least be willing. And if you if you come and start by saying, listen, I, I want this Jesus thing and I, I want my picket ticket punched to heaven, but I, I don't want to give up. Right. Like, I'm, I'm not sure that uh, you want Jesus bad enough. Right. And uh, that, that should be a concern uh, because he is the treasure. And if we lose all else... And we got Jesus, we win, and that's enough. And and yet He does bless us, and we're, we're blessed, and we we have we have food in our refrigerators, and nice houses, and families, and vehicles, and we have stuff, and yet we have Jesus, and and so He He's a good Father. And somebody the other day was just telling me about uh, just all the blessings, and I said, you know, He He is a good Father. Yeah. And we don't ask for fish and he give us a serpent we don't ask for bread and he give us a stone he gives good things and yet uh we realize this is not our home right and uh we look around and see the chaos around here and and uh we just have to remind ourselves this is not our home and uh it's not going to be a utopia and it's not supposed to i mean it's there's we're in a sin cursed world right and we're, we're living under the effects of the fall and we see that in people's actions and and so we're looking to another home with jesus forever and uh and so, but I, but if there's something that we're not willing to give up, if 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 the Lord uh, calls us to do that, then then th- that could be a problem. That's, yeah, I'd say it's very problematic. Yeah, you know, yeah. O- overall. You it's, know, so that quote, you know, he's either Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. I, you know, there's some some merit to that when yep. he says, uh, you know, decide if you're going to deny yourself and right. follow me. So we you talked about. Uh, I thought it was fascinating, the man that, that wants to bury his father. So my, anytime I ever read that, yeah. I always thought that his dad was older and sick and that he wanted to, that he wanted to kind of wait, you yeah. know. And, and I and I can understand, you yeah. know, the, the thing about that. But um, the thing about the holding the holding the body for a year before they put yeah. it in the tomb, so, I've never heard of that. So when pretty, we were in Israel, I, I hadn't either. But when I was in Israel, there was this uh, wall-like area, and they had these boxes, and there was maybe one by – one by two, I don't know. And, uh, you know, the guy said, you know, those are the bones that they bury. And uh, he he said, you know, someone dies and, and there's a like a temporary burial. Right. And then uh, like a year later they come back and he said, and he referenced that passage and said, that's that's probably what Jesus was referring to. Oh, that's awesome. This guy was saying, I'll, let me wait till. And he said, let somebody else take care of those bones. Right. If you want to go. And, of course, we was talking about that in our or staff meeting this morning about understanding the context of scriptures because like for example when you go to israel there are certain things that they point out and they tie it to scripture and they say this is what was going on and this is why he said this and you think i, I never knew that right i, I right. you know i just kind of read over it and assumed you know uh but that seems like that that would would really fit in that and and go along with you know the other things that jesus would say about caring for your parents and stuff and but he does sometimes say some radical stuff about you know you got to hate father mother and brother and sister and you know right. and, and in comparison to to our love for him it's it's right. it's that much lesser as he could describe it as hate uh, but I think that's probably the the context of he's saying you know you're worried about getting those bones buried somebody else can take care of that right. if you really want to come let's here yeah and I said, you know it's one of those things where let the dead bury the dead I think when 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 he talks about when he t- of course his understanding of of death is is far beyond anything that these that, that you know that, that he anyone he's writing to or anybody he's speaking to, so you know the dead are dead. Yeah. They're not going to be, you know, 
one year, yeah. and, and it seems more like you know the guy's kind of making an excuse, like give me a year, and I'll, yeah. and then I, then I'll decide, you know, this this yeah. good. And we do that sometimes. I mean, sure. again, we we say, well, let me get through this. And exactly. Let me retire. Let me graduate. Let me let me get married. Let me have let me let me let me, let me, let me get all this done. And uh, you know, those are the things that that get is a barrier between us and and Jesus. Right. And uh, he doesn't want to be an add on. Right. And um, and I get convicted about that. That we we want all the stuff of the world, uh, and and it becomes so important to us, and yeah. uh, gets in the way sometimes. It does. It and, does. Uh, if we can have the right motives and and hold it with open hands, uh, I think he allows us to have some of those things and enjoy those things. Yep. But but we just we got to we got to make him Lord. Yeah, you know. Um, and I don't know if he watches this or not, but Greg Hoskins, when he when he ends a prayer, he says, you know, truth is truly and, and surely everything we have comes from you. And I yeah. think that's a sure. that's a neat thing because, you know, he allows us. He, he, he doesn't say you have to go through this world tormented. He, you know, he, he doesn't say, hey, you can't enjoy your life. No. You know, he, he, I think he expects you to and, and to have joy and, and to understand that. But but following him, there's a, there's a cost, yeah. you know, and yeah. there's a cost involved. So speaking of cost involved, let's talk about Matthew, because I always think that um, this was this verse or this particular when he calls Matthew, it's one of those things that is it is a, is direct. Hey, follow me. Just follow me. And Matthew just gets up yeah. and goes, you know, and, and I've actually read a couple uh, commentaries on that where it's basically it was a it was an immediate Matthew yeah. just got up. Now, yeah. I don't think, because of the way we live, that people understand how much money a tax collector made yeah. and, and what he was walking away from. Yeah. yeah. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so they would take taxes for Rome, and they could charge what they wanted to <laughs> and basically you know, give Rome what, what's required and take take whatever extra that they they made you pay. And, uh, you know, they're... They didn't, they didn't even have to do an audit. They, they could just take advantage of people. And so the, the, the Jews hated them yep. because they took advantage of them. And, uh, you know, they couldn't really do anything about that. And so they were despised and hated. And, uh, you know, it would be like the IRS calling. What, like, yeah. I mean, can you imagine going to the store, right, and you got an item that's a dollar? Yeah. And you put it up there and they and just out of the top, off the top four of their bucks. heads. Yeah, $4. Yeah. What? Three dollars no, is tax. I'm charging three dollars tax. That's what it is. <laughs> you want me to call Rome? <laughs> and they get it, yeah. right? You know. Yeah. So I mean, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying any that that was an admirable, and and obviously no. the the Jews hated, especially hated one of their own who was doing that to them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, on on top of that, for Jesus to look at that tax collector and say, "That's the guy." Yeah. That's the guy I'm going to call to service. Yeah, and that's just like Jesus. He's mm-hmm. no respecter of persons, and uh, doesn't matter what. Um, what position you have, or what kind—I mean, middle class, low class, rich, poor—I said Democrat, Republican—and uh, <laughs> and to him, he calls sinners, and uh, we all qualify for that. Amen. And uh, and so he calls this tax collector, and uh, you probably got some questions about that. But yeah, I mean, so the one thing that I—the one thing I find interesting is when he's eating with Matthew and. And I mean, you know, you look at, uh, you know, Zacchaeus. He was another guy who was hated, and and you know, and, and people didn't like him. And and he was going to eat with him. And he was eating with Matthew and these Pharisees. These, you know, these guys who are the religious elite are looking like, what is he doing yeah. over there eating with those people? Why would you eat with those people? You know. Yeah. Why, um, why is he hanging out with sinners? Yeah. And so, uh, and so, verse twelve. It's 
not those who are well who need a doctor, but those who are sick. And uh, and so I mean, Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. And uh, and I didn't come to call the righteous, but sinners. And I, I love those verses. Oh, so yes, yeah, so these verses for for me are, are are some when you know you can get and especially at our barbershop, and I know that you visit there sometimes, and you get to hear kind of something. You can get in some very worldly conversations. Yeah. And I'll get people that'll ask me flat out, well, what do you think about this? You know, what do you think about this person? And say, well, well, I don't know that person, you know. Um, but if they're doing something wrong, that I don't have to love that action. Right. But I'm still going to try to love on that person. I'm still going to try to get them into this sure. church. And I'm still going to try to get them. I, I still want that person to, to, to know Jesus. After, yeah. <laughs> after that, sure. that's between them and Jesus and their relationship with him. But I just want them to know, and I want them to know that I love you, and I don't have to support everything you do. There are probably very few people who agree with me about very many things. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I don't love them. And I don't, you know. So we, we would say if Jesus was here today in, in our churches, and you know, we, we'd say a prostitute come to the door, and maybe she wasn't wearing what she should be wearing. We'd think she should be wearing to come and worship God and, He'd say, you know, "Let let the sinners come in," right. and and uh, right. you know, like you said, we we don't agree with lifestyles and right. whether it, you know whatever it is, whether it's a an addict, a prostitute, a homosexual, any of those, they they should be welcomed and loved, and sure. and yet we hate. The, there's, I mean, we should hate our own sinful stuff. We we all, whether it's gossip or, or telling half truths or uh, lust, all, all those they're all sin. Right. Uh, and Jesus came to uh, to save the sinners, and uh, and so we should welcome them in. Especially, you know, we get mad at lost people, and yet <laughs> they're acting like their nature. Right. And uh, and so Jesus, I mean, He's there with them. And uh, he, Matthew wanted to them to know Jesus, and uh, you know, but religious people, and and sometimes I, I can be one of those that is judgmental about. Maybe even what other churches are doing. I can't. Can you believe what they're doing? Right. You know, and uh, you, you know, I think we have to come to some conclusions on. You know, Paul said, "I become all things to all men that I might gain some, win some, save some." I mean, there's probably some area where you got to say that this is probably you, you're crossing the line. But right, we got to be careful judging others who are trying to right. reach the sinners. You know, this this is one of those things that that I have had happen. A lot of times in my lifetime when I'll say, man, you know, you ought to come over to church and, and, and hang out and, you know, and just invite people to church. Well, I don't want to go to her church. There's just a bunch of hypocrites in there. And I'll always go, well, come on. We just need one more. You know, yeah. because, it, I mean, the truth of the matter is, right, there is a bunch of hypocrites in yeah. the church because everybody in there is a sinner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I think, I, I, I mean, I, I've, I've been in some good churches. And I, I mean, I think it's a, a certainly a thing that I could say about Burlington Baptist is that they, they, they wouldn't have a problem with. No, I don't think so. I don't know anybody that they'd say, no way, he's coming in here. Oh. <laughs> well, they let me lead music, so I mean, you can imagine. It's pretty loose. Around. Enough said, right? <laughs> Enough said. But anyway, that that's a, you know, there there are there are places, there are pastors who have uh, felt wrath yeah. and they started reaching the outcast and sure. trodden and got sure. some, you know, well, you're bringing all those people in. <laughs> Yeah, because Jesus said yeah. that the sick need the doctor, right. and uh, and so the s- sinners need a savior, and uh, we we welcome them in. We reach out to them, and we watch him train. I mean, he it's a big deal to save a tax collector. Uh, I mean, they're greedy. They they take advantage of people, 
and yet Jesus can change their hearts and and give Matthew not only a saved heart but a heart for those that other tax collectors yeah. and and sinners and uh, I mean he can save the the scribes the maybe the self righteous and I mean he 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 can save anybody. Um, but uh, again, I'm thankful for a church that welcomes yeah. everybody. And I, you know, I, me too. I mean, yeah. you know, of all of all people, I'm I'm extremely um, thankful for you know a church that that allows people who probably like 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 myself who who always didn't live the way they were supposed to. And, st- and you know, I'm still a sinner, and I don't think yeah. that you know I'm not um, an elite by any means. But but you know, people just they love on you, sure. and that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know. And that's a good thing. We get somebody show up, and they might look kind of like me, and then you see somebody run over there and greet them. Now, yeah. it's a little different now, you sure. know, with all the COVID stuff. But we try sure. to same way with the student ministry and, yeah. and children's ministry to you know get some kids outside the church and and uh, just uh, introduce them to Jesus. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I guess ultimately, you know, the the, the Matthew kind of comparison was. I thought you did a good job, and I always tell you that you do a good job. But but I thought you did a good job, you know, going. This is what this guy gave up, yeah. and and in the process of of this guy giving this up, the one thing you said was he he can't go get another job now. He's yeah. so hated and so known. Yeah. That they're hey man, you know, I'm not a tax collector anymore, and this Jesus gig's not working. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working out. Yeah. Uh, can I get a job? He's he. This is it. Yeah. And he yeah. was able to just get up. And go. That's you know I'm gonna follow that, and that's kind of the that's how we need to be. Yeah, I've studied this week. Uh, uh, maybe I've read it in my Bible reading, but then I thought well, I could use that for Sunday. But you know, when Elijah goes to Elijah, he's out there in the field plowing, he burns and, it down, and he yeah he cuts up the oxen <laughs> yep. and has a barbecue and yep. says I'm I'm gone. I, you know, he can go back if he wanted to because he's done burned up his equipment and his yeah. animals. I, and, I call it full sale selling out yeah. he's just sold yeah. out yeah for jesus or for for god's you know service which is you know but you know if you think about this you know i met a guy one time i gave him i was going to the barber board one time to do something i can't remember what it was i had a good little one i stopped on the interstate and up here at, at florence there was a guy standing there and said need a ride so like just me it wasn't you know the kids weren't in the car with me so i felt pretty safe and he gets in i said what's going on man he said uh nothing i said where are you going he said ah south I said, well, all right, well, I'm going to Louisville. He said, yeah, that'll be good. Just take me and drop me off wherever you go. I said, what's going on? He said, me and my wife sold everything we had. He goes, I've been traveling the country just trying to tell people about Jesus. Oh, wow. I was like, oh. So I talked to the guy for a while, and, and, I mean, we had, of course, we had an hour and ten minutes in the car together, so we just talked, and and he had been all over the place. I think he was from uh, from out west, so I played Wyoming maybe, and he said they had a kind of a big thing, and he sold it all, and his wife's staying with uh, with family up there, and he's just traveling. Yeah, she's gonna come yeah. see him when they. So I gave him like fifty bucks and a ride to Louisville. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Which, My, you know, it's, he probably you picked him up. He probably thought, man, here's a hot prospect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like look at this guy. <laughs> so, so, but uh, yeah, you know, and it, but you you think about that sometimes. I mean, you're immediately thought, you know, and, and I go, I've gone to church my whole entire life. I didn't always act like I did, but you know, you look at somebody who says I sold everything that I've got, and evidently, you know, he had a a pretty good sized ranch out there in, in Wyoming that they sold. So he was able to for travel for a couple of years on the money. Oh, and, and, you know, the, you, immediately, you immediately, instead of thinking, well, that's neat, you think you immediately think, what the heck? Yeah. This is yeah. <laughs> I'm reading a, a book right now on uh, Eric Little. Yeah. And just, uh, you know, he, he was uh, 
he won 400 meter in Paris in mm-hmm. 24, but he wouldn't run on Sundays. Right. That was the Lord's day. Yep. And, uh, he, he, I mean, he didn't see that as a sacrifice. I mean, he was going, he was preaching in churches on Sunday. Right. And, uh, and then he went to China and, and you know, had all this, we'd think, you know, he's got all these opportunities and, uh, and yet he was sold out for Christ. Yeah. And it's a neat story. You know, and, and, and coming from our perfective, I think about, um, well, the first book we did with Fran- oh, um, with Francis Chan and his wife, the pastor, um, where they had the big church and it was thriving and everything was going. And he wakes up one day and goes, "You know, I'm going to sell all our stuff. We're going to move to China. We're going to we're going to go start a church over there." And and everybody in his church was like, "What? Crazy. You, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just built this up. You're going to leave it." And he goes, "That's what you know. Yeah, that's what we felt called to do." And I think that's awesome. You know, of course, you know that's just kind of the giving up. Um, some of the some of the earthly things, yeah. and but he's been blessed ten times over. I'm sure yeah. you know he's pretty pretty yeah. pretty successful. And pastor. so we know Jesus is worth it. Whatever he calls us to do, he's worth it, and uh, will will prove himself worth it Amen. and faithful. Amen. And uh, and so uh, listen, if you uh, aren't following Jesus, we, man, let us send us a note. We'd love to talk to you about having a relationship with Christ. Yeah. Uh, that would be that'd be super. For, to, you could. You can find either one of us on on Facebook. You can message us, or you can you can put it in the comments. I know that that's kind of public, so if you don't want to do that, you can you can message us. You can get a hold of us here at church. But we would love we would love to have a conversation with you about um, some of that stuff. We would like to have a conversation with you about anything that you saw and on Sunday that you had a question about or heard on Sunday you had a question about. And um, we've had some baptisms here recently, yep. which with the COVID's been really awesome. Got maybe some more coming up. Some so coming up, yeah. I'm going to talk to a family tomorrow night, and I was really excited. They started watching online during COVID, yeah. and uh, been coming, and uh, want to talk about being members and be baptized, and so pretty awesome. Yes, yeah, exciting. Pretty awesome. We um, and we're going to keep as much of our digital stuff coming out as we can, and and doing all those things. What we what do we got coming up at church? We got. So the thirteenth, we've got uh, baby dedications, and uh, you had to start with that one, didn't you? Meal for our seniors on the thirteenth, and uh, some baptisms this month. Uh, we'll be taking up for the Liza Bradas offering, which goes for missions in Kentucky. And uh, we've been talking about some outreach stuff and some events for this fall, and uh, crafts fair on the twenty sixth, and uh, candy on the corner might be trunk or treat, but we'll we'll have something for Halloween, and uh, just uh, trying to. Now consider some ministries that we want to offer to our community that, you know, people are struggling for different things through this pandemic and uh, parents with kids and, and trying to school and work and pay bills. And uh, it's just a lot of stress on people. And we want to find ways to minister to them and to marriages. And, I got excited uh, about that marriage, the prospect of a, of a marriage ministry, not because of Tina and I's marriage, but because, you know, that divorce thing hits really, really close to me yeah. and 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 I, I would love to see marriages saved instead of divorce because they're sure. having to spend more time together and their kids are at home and things yeah. like that just yeah. you know there's a lot of stress i mean not being able to pay bills is a stress right. and who's going to help the kids and who's got to go to work and how we're going to balance all that right. and uh just just a lot that people it's, are dealing with these days. it's not funny but i saw on facebook one of my buddies built his wife a she shed out by the pool so that and it's got I guess a heater in there or air conditioner in there so that when it gets too bad in the house with the kids she could run out and do do a little work in the office in the she shed which is a good idea I mean hey whatever it takes I guess but he put all that in there so he can stay in the she shed when he's in trouble and it? it's pretty girly but yeah I mean <laughs> it's pretty girly but I uh, know I mean know that we 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 are concerned about you guys we, we and we'll pray for you if you just need a prayer request you can put that in the comments or you can get a hold of us. Um, 
we we do a lot of praying. Yeah, and if you yeah. have some ideas of some some ways that we can minister to to our community, uh, let us know. We we want to we want to be salt and light in Burlington and this area, and so uh, we 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 use any recommendations we can get sometimes to to try to help people. So, yep. Well, I hope you have a safe trip. Uh, yeah, it's going to be and, really uh, good. I'll be here Sunday, and then we're going to, you know, it's open, it's opening weekend of deer season this week here, so I'll probably try to get in a tree at least on once now. or twice. You're going to be gone for 10 days. Well, huh? Tina's going to go with me one night because we okay. like to go together. I got, you know, we'll go together, and then uh, and then uh, we'll head out. So it'll be a good time, so it should be it should be a good time. You you learn a lot. You know, me and Chris have been buddies for a long time, and we've hunted together quite a bit, but we have never quite hunted together like this. And you learn a lot about somebody when you're together 24-7, yeah. oh, yeah. you know, out in the woods for eight days a week or eight, nine days. So You probably learn you're glad to be married to Tina. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. He said he's not changing his socks the whole time, so I'm sure that I'm going to be glad that I was married to Tina by the time we get over with. So. You better pray for us. I brother. will. I will. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to come together, Lord, and just to discuss your word. Lord, we just thank you for uh, the message of the Bible and the things that Jesus said to us, Lord, and be able to look into those a little deeper and just kind of unpack uh, what he's talking about to us. Lord, we just thank you for um, for the realism that uh, the following Jesus isn't always the most uh, prosperous thing here in this life, but it will be ultimately and we thank you so much for that and 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 for the sacrifice that that he gave us to make that happen we'll just continue to bless this church and the things that we try to do and and just um help us to just continually do things that are pleasing to you and um that outreach to or not just uh the internet community but our but our local community lord help us to do that in jesus name we pray amen amen